Yeah. I think we're going to rock this out. I thought you were going to say, I think we need to do this over. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the same thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Same difference. Um, I feel like we just started recording a podcast. Like we don't like, like we're new at this and we don't know what we're doing. Oh, we are new at this. I mean, maybe this could be our new gag. Like we, we record a podcast for two and a half years, three years. I don't know. mm, Several years. Um, it's like not like uh, it's of no consequence. <laughs> like no one cares. Like uh, fifty people listen to it. Um, we do it like semi regularly. We did it like yeah on we were yeah. on our shit yeah and then a pandemic happened. <laughs> a pandemic happens and we abandon all hope. We stop doing it for three months. I have no I. It's September. And then we're just like, we should start a podcast. <laughs> um, we start over again it, from scratch. Like, we don't know what we're doing. It's so annoying because... And then people give us, like, a lot of leeway. <laughs> this is the perfect time to make a podcast. To start a podcast. It really is. Um, Like, I constantly think about how... There are all these new opportunities we actually have because of the pandemic. Like we figured out how to do things remotely and we learned you know, that Zoom is bullshit. Just, no, I mean we learned that Zoom existed. I didn't know like Yeah, Zoom was for like never, corporate business people. I'd never heard of it. To talk about dumb things in a boardroom with their weird bosses who were in other cities. I didn't know people did that. I know. Um, and now like, we're like, put it on mute. <laughs> I mean, I've still only used it once for well, that. Uh, I've used show it several times. Thing. Yeah. Um, but I keep thinking, like, every time I'm in the studio, I think I we could all just like there could be a group of us that have our cameras on, and we we're could just, just be like always on out. Zoom. Not always, <laughs> but you know, like monthly or something. Yeah, we should like, do that. Um. We never really had time to hang out before anyway. Right. Yeah. We could have been doing this always. We're all recluses normally. Now we could be like socializing, but in our pajamas from our homes. And we didn't know. I mean, it's the dream. I think. It is the dream for us. Oh, I'm Emily. (laughs) I'm Michelle. This is Pancake Town, the podcast. We forgot. It's because we're new. This is a brand new podcast. You know, I we just started wonder, it. Like, do we need to change the name of the podcast? Because like, that'd be amazing. People would not know what to do. The forty people that listen to us would be like, "What?" I've ha- like, I keep uh, what should we change it? Random to? thoughts, and I think, oh, that would be a good podcast name. Oh, you do? Yeah. Are you writing those down? No. <laughs> what if I we- wrote one down. I think we should change it to. But it's long. Let's change it to "Suck It" with Emily and Michelle. <laughs> no, um, I'll start writing. We don't down. care what you think with Emily and Michelle, right? That could be one. What did I write down? We're gonna talk about a bunch of shit. Oh, this, that's not a good podcast name. But I did write down oh God. that there's. Uh, I wrote down no such thing as a good problem because I like uh, that oh, as a that's topic. <laughs> That's well, Wait, I, was it a topic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um. So, like, no, 
no good problems or something as a um themed mm-hmm. podcast theme because mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that's coming up a lot like people um are responding to shit with oh that's a good problem fuck you and I'm like <laughs> I it's still Ooh, a problem I think that's our podcast name that's got to be somebody's fuck podcast. you no oh that's got to be one already fuck you with Emily and Michelle. No? Um, Doesn't work? iTunes would be like, mm. <laughs> you don't. I don't think you can do that. I think you can. Why We'd not? have to call it like F you. But then That's it could, gotta be the But then it could name. say fuck you. Yeah, you're right. It probably is. Um, Go fuck yourself. It could be that. <laughs> and spelled these all These have all gotta be podcasts. They, they're all, I mean, anything with the word fuck in it is already yeah. taken. Any, any, yeah, any combination of words with the word fuck in it is probably already taken you're right um what am i hearing in the background some a child screaming i feel like i I have i think i have ptsd from like living next to the daycare i bet yeah you do (laughs) yeah um where i just like hear ghost sound like the like i just hear noises mm. when they don't exist is I that hear, a thing yeah i hear uh phantom footsteps above me yeah oh yeah yeah it's really terrible so we're in my backyard yes. recording this on my new amazing patio pavers this is why we did that. this is why we spent all this money on these patio we pavers we needed a place to so podcast. that we could so we could podcast we're gonna have to sit out here in the snow six now. feet apart oh we're doing that yeah. for sure <laughs> i'm gonna buy a heat lamp and a fire pit and we're going to both be wearing snowsuits. Um, it's yeah, going to be amazing. I was going to say, I was trying to, the other day I was trying to figure out like where I am on a scale of um, like being terrified of getting COVID. Yes. Like um, if the scale is like one to 10. And, and being a non-masker. One is a non-masker <laughs> and 10 is you have never left your house since March. Like you have not Ooh, left are there your people, house. There has to be. I mean, like, but people who like previous to COVID didn't leave their house before? Uh, No. Previous to COVID, you left the house and now you And now don't. you suddenly haven't now since March. Now you cannot leave. You have not left since oh, March. Oh, no. Um, so that's the scale, one to ten, that I'm probably like a seven and a half. <gasps> oh, that's high. Yeah. Um, I think early on I was probably a pretty high. I was probably like a seven and a half, eight. Mm-hmm. Like in I'm definitely not April. Five. Like <laughs> April was my low point. Like April I was not doing well. Like mentally. I was like... I was literally the person that was like washing surfaces and like every time I touched my phone, I was like cleaning my phone. I'm still You're washing still all that. of my groceries. Oh, are you doing the thing where you like don't bring packages into your house? Um, We have a quarantine area, area. where yeah. things sit. See, we don't, we're not doing that. Um, I don't know if Steve like feels the same way but he's certainly letting me do it and helping me so he's like this is fine I don't care if I die (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I feel like I'm probably at a I'm like a strong I might be between a five and a six because I'm pretty like I'm you know 
It it ebbs and flows. Okay. Like I've I've definitely come down from the ledge of like being extremely worried about Josh going to work. Mm-hmm. Like there was a there was a solid month and a half there where I was like every day that Josh went to work, I was like some fucker at work's going to give Josh COVID and I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh yeah, I I actually had a like full on crying meltdown. Yeah. Oh, about yeah. Steve going back to teaching college kids. Yeah. Um and like for the first week he'd get home and I I would say I not coming anywhere near you until you change your clothes and yeah, shower. Yeah. You have to go get hosed down in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm hosing you down. <laughs> and I feel like I've settled into it a little bit more, but I desperately hate that he is around college kids two oh, days a week. I, oh, yeah. I mean, Josh has a much more contained environment that he's going to. Like, I can understand you being far more nervous than I am. Like, Josh has definitely got... He's got a pretty open work environment. And there's really only, I think right now, maybe... There's under 10 people there in, like, a giant warehouse. Mm-hmm. So, like, none of them are near each other. Yeah. Um... And his boss definitely is being very diligent about stuff. Like he's not like there were like that day a few weeks ago when Josh was like, I feel sick. And he was like, Mm -hmm. do not come into work. Go get a COVID test. Like he, you know, and we were actually like surprised by that. Like it it was, we were more like, oh, Josh isn't feeling well. He's going to stay home and we're going to like wait it out. And Bruno was like, you need to go get a COVID test right now. And you're not coming back to work until you're negative until mm-hmm. we have a test result mm-hmm. um so like that kind of stuff has helped me like not be quite as manic about stuff um so i f- i mean i do think about how kind of nervous i was like just three or four months ago and like it makes me feel better that i'm now i'm just like on the you know like now I'm just like this is part of my life. I'm being super careful. I'm wa- I'm cleaning things, I'm washing my hands, I'm wearing a mask all the time. I'm staying away from people. I'm be- you know like I'm doing the things I need to do and I'm being less like what is life about it, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean like mentally I'm fine. Yeah, I'm but like far I see better than I was. photos of people like Next to each other without a mask on. And oh, yeah. The people who don't live together. Not even parties. Oh, yeah. Like, They're just like, I'm not going to go anywhere no, near We're you. not taking a selfie right now. I'm not going anywhere near I, you. I think I I told Josh this last time. You literally I have a microphone that has your own yeah. mic thing on it that I'm not touching. Yeah. You're packing it up and you're putting, you're taking it away from me. Um, I was thinking, like, if... I had gotten near someone unmasked, then yeah. I might just faint <laughs> from the stress of it. I, I sorry, <laughs> like fall over. Um, and I like I'm barely going anywhere. So like when I do leave the house, it f- feels weird, but not as bad as it used to be. Like yeah. I would, um, when life was normal. Would forget to leave the house for like when three was that? days. Nineteen eighty three. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd emerge from the apartment and like 
ah, the, you know, the air would feel <laughs> weird. Light. And I like people <laughs> gave me anxiety. But I think I finally settled into a, oh, I leave the house once a week. Yes. This yeah. is my weekly. Yeah. This is outside this time. This is the way it is now. Yeah. Um, And uh, I'm like still struggling a little bit to like make sure I go outside like sit on the front steps yeah like some days I'm like oh I didn't go outside at all that's not good because winter's coming I'm a hermit and I spend all my day in the basement it is important (laughs) to think I mean it's interesting because like as makers and people who like already work in confined spaces Mm. and already work inside and are like happy to like Mm -hmm be in our space and like making stuff and packing boxes and like sitting in front of a computer and like we're like we already do that like we're we're okay with it like it is hard to remember that like you gots to (laughs) you gots to go do things and like we're so used to those things that we go and do that are like social and active and like get out in the world are usually centered around things that we now can't do mm. and I think there I mean I've had a few people like I've seen po- people posting stuff that are just like oh my god it dawned on me today that like I really miss events and it's not because I miss doing shows because like oh I need the money or mm. oh I need interaction with customers it's just like the the routine of that and like that was my outlet like I did, it didn't dawn on me mm. until this. The way things are, it's like it didn't strike me until then. It's like, oh right, because the people that do ten, fifteen, twenty events, yeah. like in a summer season, like that's their social activity. That's their get out and do things. That's their like go and be active outdoors for like a whole summer, and then none of that happened. And yeah. like I bet that's really like you and I. That don't, hasn't. I don't feel right, that way. Like yeah. we, you and I don't really feel that impact because we we're not like doing the summer fair circuit but like it is interesting I've I actually Josh just did his first like in public music gig this past weekend um where they like set up on a patio at Talia Hall and like people could stay they had like sectioned off parking spaces like in the street so people could be like distanced from each other and from them. Mm-hmm. So you could like stand and watch them. And then there was like a PA system. And then the people in the patio area, like eating, could hear the music. And it was like, it was weird because me and another woman that was there watching the music, both like after the performance were like, oh, I kind of got like emotional during that. Mm. Like I kind of got like, I had like a moment of like being upset because it was like, oh my God, it's been like six months since I've like been at, like the last time I've seen live music in a place with other human beings was Josh's record release Oh yeah, at Tone Deaf in February. And you know what? Like things were a little bit- Or March, I guess. Like stressful then. Yes. Like because I remember very we didn't take the bus on purpose. Yep. And people were like, what is this? And I felt this? a little bit weird being in the room with all Should those people. Should we be, be, like, we weren't, people weren't wearing masks yet. No. And there was, like, talk of things getting canceled. I think at that point, South by Southwest had just gotten canceled. Yeah. And that was, like, the big, like, what's happening. And it, like, at 
this thing this last weekend, I was like, oh my God, this, it didn't strike me until that moment that like, oh, this, I would have gone to 15 live music shows in the last six months if COVID hadn't happened. Mm -hmm. Like Josh alone would have performed at 10. And this is the only, this is the first time He's like, we, that's all we would have done all summer long would be like, pack up the car, put his stuff in the, he would have had a gig. He would have gone to a bar. He would have played at this place. Like we didn't do that at all. And how weird is that? Like, and to think about like, I don't know, being that I'm not like, oh, I go to gigs all the time and I'm super social and like, <laughs> that's where I hang out. But like, it's true. That's, that is what I do. That is, that's, to, I'm the wife of a musician. That's what I do all the time. It's like, oh, like once a week for good amounts of the summer that he would have a gig and like, that's, we would go somewhere or we would go to a venue or like we would go see somebody else play. And I was like, oh, this is so, and it's like, it makes you feel, you're just like, oh, this is so sad. And also so makes me happy that I'm here able to watch this. And then you're thinking about what, how's this going to work? Like, how does this happen in the future? Is this going to happen again? Is this over? Or is there no more gig life? Is there like, are venues done? Are all these musicians going to? stop having careers like what you just start thinking about all these terrible things and like it's it makes you real and then the fact that there was this other person there who was also getting emotional and I was just like oh this is so it's too much it's too like it's just like an awful feeling I had a weird we'll call it emotional for me for you the Michelle version of emotional experience um we were in Lincoln Square briefly. You coughed. Because <laughs> we needed a gift um, to into the toy store there. And, um, you know, the, like, I call it the concrete park. Oh, yeah, where all the kids run around and, like, almost kill themselves on yeah. that little riser area. Um, a guy was out there with, um, uh, he had an electric cello. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, and uh, he had, like, some pre-recorded um, oh, pedal. stuff to pe- yeah, on pedals. pedals. Yeah. Um and it was it was he was just doing some classical number. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, let's go listen. Yeah. Um and we uh walked by threw money in his thing and he immediately starts playing a song from Amelie. <gasps> and I'm like, shut up. And we went You and punched we sat him down. in the face. <laughs> We went and sat down and like if I were a different person, I probably would have cried, but I didn't. But it was just like this, like what is happening? You were like, if I was human, I would cry right now. Yeah, Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Like I hadn't been in Lincoln Square in forever and we got to go to Jeans and I picked up some stuff at the farmer's market and fucking Amelie. music like <laughs> that asshole played this like, Amelie music what is ha- like this is the best thing that has happened all yeah, year in a long time yeah it was really great well it does it has been really interesting because because there's been so much shit going on like and I have had this roller coaster of like seeing other people like kind of unaffected or like seemingly unaffected and then seeing other people like 
kind of insanely affected, like almost where you're just like, you're really affected. Like mm-hmm. what's happened? Like, why are you so affected? Like, and then me kind of feeling like I'm in the middle and like going bouncing in between those two things. And then I, I do, I do have lots of thoughts about like, I really, really hope that when and if and how this is all over at some point, like when we are able to like have any sort of like back to a world where like, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a world where we like don't have masks on again. I don't know if that's a thing, but like, you know, getting back to like not living in this world where like everything is like, okay, we have to stay away from each other. We have to have all these rules. We have to have, you know, everything shut down, like whatever that is that like these moments where we're like oh this thing that a year ago wouldn't have struck me as like a grateful moment that like I hope later we go oh that I still am I still can appreciate this as like me being grateful like I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for this tiny moment whereas like I think before all this nonsense like you might have been walking around Lincoln Square and like somebody plays music and like some you went to jeans and whatever and you would have been like normal day blah 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 let's go home I'm stressed out about whatever I'm gonna go to bed like I I think that's like my one thing that I mean I don't know how everybody else will deal with it other people will probably like go on life as normal and be unappreciative because that's how they are I, I I kind of hope that like I will come out of this being like a a much more grateful person absolutely like I keep saying if I don't manage to come out of this having learned to live um a slower yeah um more like um like meaningful life and like meaningful then I've for wasted yourself. It. Meaningful for myself. Yeah. yeah. Like um like that's the like key. having set boundaries. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. um because I think and we'll get into this, I'm sure. Um other people have probably had uh stores or vendors or whatever it is you do with your business, um, like had more pressure from them recently because mm-hmm. every like everybody's taking their pressure and they push it on yeah. to someone else and I'm not taking it anymore. Yeah. Like I'm nope. Your yeah. problem is not my problem. Yeah. Um sorry. Yeah. That's it. Like I'm yeah. not doing that anymore. Nope. I'm not killing myself for your thing anymore. Yeah. If it's my thing, that's up to me. Exactly. If I want to yes. work my ass off for this thing that I am a hundred percent in control of. Yeah. That's up to me. Yeah. But the fact that you need something, a favor from me, essentially. Yes. In an emergency. It's, it's a jewelry emergency, Michelle. Not anymore. It's jewelry emergency. Um, so yeah, I'm like, I have to figure out a more sustainable life. And if I can't do that this year, I'm not capable of doing it at all. Absolutely. Like that's, I feel like that too. I feel like if, if, if this isn't the situation on so many levels, on like a political level, on a world 
view level on a human, like basic human rights level on a COVID bullshit level. Like if all the things that have happened this year haven't made you like sit down and like heavily reevaluate your life and like your values and like what amount of bullshit you will take from other people. Mm -hmm. Like you, you didn't get your money's worth out of this year. I mean, we'll have another year of it. So, oh, like, I mean, for sure. I, I think we're probably about to start seeing a lot of like, ah, get this stuff done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, you got more time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This, I mean, people also need to remember. I don't know. I feel like it's really interesting when people are so quick to be like, well, this will be over soon. And like, this is going to fix this. And this will fix this. And this will fix this. And it's like, do you not have history book? Like, did you not? Do you not know anything about olden times? Yeah. Like, I know a lot more about the Spanish flu now because Steve read that long-ass oh, book yeah. about right? it. And I, like, I just think, like, on so yeah. many levels, like, read about the Depression. Read about the Civil War. Read about the Civil Rights Movement. Read about the Spanish flu. Read about literally any... <laughs> Anything, anything in any country, in any historical time, and like nothing like happens that is comparable to this that lasts for six months. Yeah, and doesn't also, have nothing's like new. This has all happened oh, before. Yeah. yeah, and the repercussions of it last exponentially longer than the actual thing. Yeah, like whatever the thing is lasts for like think about. 9 11 mm. and how that was a day. Yeah. And the repercussions of that are, we're still suffering from and have lasted like that, that, the, the direct feelings of that and like what happened from that lasted for at least several years. Oh my God. After did, that. Did you watch Vice? No. Watch it. Oh God. It's good. Is it going to make me angry? No. Uh, no it's, You're like, um, no. <laughs> Well, because, like, it's already happened, you know? Yeah. Um, But uh, enlightening. And and some of it's, um, you know, the hypothetical. I think it would be good for everybody. Like, it would benefit all of us if everybody would, like, settle in. Like, I would like for everybody to settle in. Like, do not, I don't. I let, like, find. There's the name of the podcast, Settle In with Emily and Michelle. <laughs> Settle In. I just. I got ready to I hate that people. It bothers me when people who, like, intelligent, seemingly intelligent people are like, like, better days ahead. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck you. You're not helping. But what if that's Fuck what you. that person needs? No, I don't care. Keep it to yourself. It's not what Make, you need. Write it on a post-it note and put it in your office. Don't talk. Don't share that with other people. It's not true. It's a lie that you're telling yourself. Tell it to yourself. Well, other I think there might be better mm. days ahead in like three years. Because potentially... <laughs> Oh, you're saying it's that they they don't mean true. they don't mean soon. They didn't no, say they, they didn't, didn't say, say better soon. days soon. They didn't say next week. They said better days ahead in 2017. I think it's helpful to know if you're having a real garbage day that there'll be another day that won't be garbage. Mm. I just think that currently 
we need to like fight the good fucking fight. And if you're like, but better days are ahead. Like, no, I need you fucking focused people. I don't need you like being chipper cheerio. Like I think that it's going to be fine. No, it's some not fine. That. I don't want that, but it's some not do. fine. Nothing is fine. But- my husband is currently reading a book about nihilism. Oh my God. I saw And I want to read it when he's done. That because I'm <laughs> going to super duper read it when he's done. It literally. I'm like, a big the, fan of nihilism. The back cover actually. of it says something hilarious about like the meaningless of how there's no meaning to meaninglessness. Like it's so like what I have to find it and read it because it's so it just has, like, has the word meaninglessness like eight times on the back cover. And I'm like, this is great. This is what we all need. I to understand that's how I feel about that there's everything. no yeah. meaning to anything Mm-mm. and that you're you will be free you're free you're free it is it is great it's the freedom to just be like oh right nothing matters it's that's so true madonna said it <laughs> madonna said it yeah nothing really matters oh the song <laughs> oh the song <laughs> i don't know i just like I get that everybody, it is interesting though, that actually kind of ties into what we were going to talk about with people getting like judged online. It's interesting to me how like Josh and I have been talking a lot about like people having access to other people, Mm. whereas, you know, even 10 years ago, people didn't have as much access to each other and that like all of this like transparency bullshit and like kind of demanding like in a in a business customer relationship like everyone demanding this transparency and demanding that you be a person and demanding that you have like a relationship with someone and and like wanting to like know the brand and the person and the you know whatever like has that it's like a bait and switch like the customer has demanded that from us for years and been like, cultivate this relationship with me. Um, show me your life. Show me who you are. Show me what you're all about. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Cause then I'll trust you and then I'll like you. And then, and then that'll make me want to buy the thing that you're selling me. Right. Um, and that's, that's how you're going to market to me. That's how I demand that you market to me. And then shit hits the fan, like in the world. And we're, and we're still doing the thing that you demanded mm-hmm. of us. You st- we're still doing it. We're still showing you our life and like the, cl- the outfit we bought and like that I went and got my hair cut and the house I bought and like that I'm having a fun time at this place and here I am at my market and here I am, you know, with the shoes I bought, whatever. And then, oh, here's my studio, and I made some things, and, like, here's my new collection, and, like, also I'm having a sale. And then the world is on fire, and I'm a person who's mad about that, and, like, I'm upset. And, you, oh, I want you to ignore that part. Hey, I'm a customer. I want you to ignore that part. Ignore that part. Just mm-hmm. that one part. When you were telling me about how your uh, dad had cancer, tell me all about that. Yeah. Tell me all about that. I want to see you in your dad's fucking hospital room i want you to tell i want you to do a fucking video recording of him of you sad that he's sick um when you were going through ivf treatment 
I want to hear all about it. Details. Mm. I want you to get on that selfie cam. Is that called like trauma porn or something? Yeah, right? I want to hear it. I want to hear it even though you're a brand designer and all you do is make logos on Canva all day. I want to hear about your fucking IVF treatment because that makes me trust you. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to tag it. And I'm going to share it. It's going to get you likes. And you're going to get a job out of it. I want to see how your house burned down. I want to hear about your insurance policy that you had to lay a claim on. I want you to tag State Farm. This is so specific. Do it. Are you just coming up with this stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Do it. I want you to do that because I'm the customer. This is what I demand of you. Um. Oh, you posted Black Lives Matter? Unfollow. Fuck you. Unfollow. You. I'm going to send you a DM. I'm going to send you a DM. How dare... You should stick to design. You should stick to design. You should... Why, this is none. This is not the place for this. This is not what I came here for. Well, I imagine that um, in in their little world, their circle of um, rhetoric, that um, that's something that they talk about, like sending those messages to people. Like it's a standard, mm-hmm. like stick to your thing, mm-hmm. or like like that's the. That's something that they all say. Right. Like, and that they've decided that their job is to now go out into the world and tell everybody to stick to their thing. Because here's the thing. If you, so let's say you're a person who's like, I'm triggered by this, or I don't like to see politics, or I don't, I don't agree with the Black Lives Matter movement, or whatever it is, whatever you're, whatever, everything else was fine, up until that day that that person posted a Black Lives Matter graphic or posted, say her name, Breonna Taylor, whatever, whatever it was. Like that, that day, that thing upset you. And you were like, like, I'm, I'm all for unfollow. That's what, that's what should happen. Like, to be clear, if you... If you followed along and followed along and followed along and like somehow you weren't intuitive enough, intuitive enough of a person to understand that that person that you've been following for this whole time is is a person who would post a Black Lives Matter post or is a person who is progressive or liberal Mm -hmm. or a Democrat or whatever and anti-Trump. If you didn't get that, if that was never indicated somehow or you just didn't pick up on it and then surprise, they gotcha. They tricked you. Whatever. The appropriate reaction is to just unfollow them. I unfollow people when All they the talk time. about God too much. If somebody posts about their baby too many times, I unfollow mm. them. Oh, for sure. If, if I don't know you, yeah. I don't want to see your kid. I'm like, I don't... Oh, you had a baby? I don't care. Unfollow. Yeah. I mean, it's not... It's I'm not, not gonna fair. Say- I'm not going to send you a message that's like, stick to your design. I don't want to see your baby anymore. Oh, my God. I saw, like, the saddest thing. I follow a food blogger who just got a new puppy who was adorable, by the way. All I care about is your puppy. And she got, I guess, more than one message. Just she shared one. Someone really laying into her. About her dog? For um, promoting breeding of dogs and it's like okay first of all she's not promoting anything she just got a puppy that you don't know where she got it from i don't know like 
Maybe she did get it from a breeder. Maybe she found it on the side of the road. No, I'm sure she got it from a breeder, but she didn't get it from a puppy mill. I'm like 99% sure she didn't get it from a puppy mill. Anyhow, like she's, she's so upset. She's like, I got this puppy that's been like the best thing that's happened to me all year. And now all these people are slamming her for it. Also, can I I raise my hand and be like, so the lady that I was talking about earlier that was made up, that's mm-hmm. been going through IVF for mm-hmm. three years. So yeah. she's allowed to do that, right? <laughs> yeah. Do we want to get into that? <laughs> no. Um, do we, So it's okay. I'm just saying. Uh, uh-huh, I'm just uh-huh, putting it out uh-huh. there. No, I know. You're allowed to be a breeder of humans. Yeah. Yeah. Even though there are lots of humans. You could get a used human. You could get a used, abandoned human that needs a home. Yeah. No? Okay. Well, yeah. let's leave that there. Oh my god, that's let's leave that there. That's gold. Okay. No. Oh, but no, no puppies. Shame hey, on you for the puppy. I don't get it. Like, fuck off. I'm a person who fuck everybody. Like, will always get a rescue dog because that's just me. Yeah. But I would never tell somebody. I would never say something shitty to somebody who didn't get a rescue dog. Anybody Why? that ever says shit that's to me thing. about my purebred dog that I got because I wanted a corgi and yeah. I wanted a dog that I got from the time that she was a puppy because I knew specifically I was bringing her to a public place that was my storefront and I knew that she needed to be adjusted to that space from the time that she was born. I didn't want to traumatize an animal that I knew I couldn't leave at home if they couldn't be in a public space. Mm. That's why I got her when she was a baby puppy. I mean, you can get puppies from rescues. Of course. not probably not a Corey. And anytime somebody wants to say something to me about her being a purebred dog, I'm just like, did you adopt your children? (laughs) No? Your children aren't adopted? Okay, then don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. I, like, I don't. I have a problem with puppy mills. It's literally sure. the same thing. Um, but As like breeding your children, getting if you a breed rescue your children, dog is my thing. It doesn't need to be everybody's thing. Also, everybody, shut up. If you have, like, put, my new thing is telling people to put it in their blog. Sure, <laughs> That's a new thing. But I'm like, like, get a blog. Like, write in your blog. Write an expose about dog breeders on your blog that you don't have this need for everybody's things to be lady who has a private instagram account yeah with a bible verse as your bio like the things that have your thing have your thing yeah and then this person over here has her thing it's not like she wrote posted a picture of her puppy and then was like here's why i love dog breeders i was like well (laughs) but they're responsible dog breeders and fuck animal shelters I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, she never. No, this puppy is not. cute. Like, shut I mean, up and enjoy the cute also, puppy. Stop ruining everybody's time. Maybe you're just jealous of the puppy. I don't know. Yeah. It's a puppy. I just think there's something like so. Basically, the rule. Come on. The rule is just unfollow the person. Yeah. Why did the, you have to hurt their feelings? The confusion. First? The confusion that I have is I don't. I don't understand the need. Like what. What inside of a person? I don't know. Makes them. Why do you have so little going on in your life that you need to send a DM to a person on Instagram to tell them why you unfollowed them? I don't know. Because uh, genuinely, like, 
if you are a person that has ever sent someone a DM telling them why you unfollowed them, they don't care. I mean, but they don't still care about hurt, you. Of hurt course, it feelings. hurt them. Of course, it hurt their feelings. But they don't care about you. Well, no. You didn't. You didn't change their mind. You didn't like. You weren't some sort. Your message wasn't some sort of light bulb moment where they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I, I did better return this puppy. I better not support Black Lives Matter anymore because this oh, yeah. random asshole that has seven followers on Instagram doesn't like me." Like it only, it actually only does the opposite. It does the opposite. It like, it steals their resolve. Like when somebody sends me a message that's like. Um, I'm not going to support your craft show anymore, even though I'm a person that lives in Kentucky and doesn't even know that your craft show is a craft show. Like literally the number of people that have sent me messages on show of hands that are like, I'm not going to buy your product anymore. <laughs> like you don't even know. Like they're copying and pasting. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, there and I'm like, got to be cool Facebook story, bro. People that. Yeah just go out and look for the shit and send those messages hoping to break us down or something. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. We're, we, they're looking for hashtags and they're just yeah. going and I'm just around like, and saying the fun. same shit. This is fun. I love reporting your account as spam. <laughs> like you literally have a private account with four followers and, but I just like, and then the people who are real, who are like actually engaging with people who are like, having trying to have these like legit conversations with people where they're like I've followed you for so long and I love your work and now I'm so sad that I have to unfollow you like what's the point of that what is the point of that like do you genuinely think that that's doing something because that's embarrassing for you because like you're just I mean, I think that they must think that that conversation happens and then the, the conversation's over and they're like, I did it. Like, yeah. it's, right? There yeah. must be some sense of, like, accomplishment because otherwise they wouldn't do it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I It's funny to me that there are so many people that were following really liberal accounts yeah. that need yeah. to do this because I haven't had to unfollow anyone that I accidentally found out was... A Trump supporter. Yeah. No. I there was one store. They're that also I real followed. quiet about it though, because they're embarrassed. Like there's, nobody there's not a whole lot of people who are like super um Right. Um like businesses. There aren't businesses who are like, I'm a proud Trump supporter well, unless they're selling like ammo. I did unfollow <laughs> a store that I think had bought for me a couple times, but not recently in California. They had posted something about, like, how they were um, frustrated about, like, all of the strict COVID laws, like, um, not being able to operate their business. And this, it was very anti, like, COVID safety (laughs) and stuff, like, and how they're going to leave California and all these people are leaving California because they destroyed their business. And I how bet dare the government make thrilled. these. And so, like, because I I only follow stores because I feel like it's the nice thing to do. I don't really need to yes. see what you sell yeah. in your store that I'm never going right. to go to. I'm never going to see. So, like, unfollowing, that's very easy. And I, I did have that moment of surprise. Like, oh, I forget that 
small business owners aren't all liberal. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> but that was just one instance. Yeah. You know, like, it's, that was it. I haven't seen anybody else that I was like, ah, I found out you were a secret Republican. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> um, but it's funny. It's happening secret the other way. Re- secret Republicans are the worst. <laughs> the other way around, it seems to be yeah. happening quite a bit. Yes. Um, because we're fun people. We're, we're fun, creative mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that you want to follow. Yeah. And honestly, I... Prior to Trump being president, I, in my head, I wanted to be able to live in a world where um, we could have um, supporters of small businesses regardless of their political views. Yeah. Right? Like, I want every single person, regardless of who you vote for, to be able to give your money to a small business. That's so idealistic. Yes. Um, And, like... I don't know what we're going to accomplish really from dividing ourselves up. No. Like, so they're just going to shop at Walmart now, I guess. Right. And we're like, we're why? I don't know what we're accomplishing. I think that we need to like find some way to make this work. And I know like, how, how do you make it work when someone is, like truly racist and right like um that's the first word that comes to mind but like just a horrible human being that you have like not one bit of compromise you can find with them right because they don't think that everybody's lives are equal right um how do you how do you live in the same planet is that person yeah we have to figure that out i yeah i don't i mean i don't know i don't know the answer i don't i think that a lot of people are really scared about giving up like some other part of their values and they think it's like all or nothing i think that that people believe that like like it's like a win or lose kind of thing where it's like, oh, if the Democrats win, then like all of our rights are taken away. And if the Republicans win, then all of our rights are taken away. And like neither of those things are true. Yeah. And like there are there are good and bad people on both sides. And like the fact is, is like most of government is corrupt in America. And like there are a handful of people that are like actually treating their government positions as they should be like civil servants. Like, and the only hope we have is that those people can gain power and stay in power and like will, you know, but that's going to take time. It's going to take time for that to get there. And we have to hope that both sides see that like, not everyone is evil, that it isn't drawn down party lines, that not all Republicans are evil and not all Democrats are evil. Like that there is, that there is, that there are good politicians and there are bad politicians and there are like, that they, they have to prove it individually. Like they have to prove it with their actions. Like, you know, there has to be some sort of shift in, how things work and like if power changes hands soon 
God willing, then like, I think that a lot of people who were in support of Trump or maybe not in support of him, but in support of Republicans will realize that like the democratic party isn't trying to destroy their lives. Like that, that's not a thing. I don't know. That's not real because it'll, it has to be, because it's going to just have to like be action. You know, their actions will prove it. Like, no one's going to like the Democrats aren't going to somehow gain power and then just like destroy f- all farmers lives or something. You know what I mean? Like well, it's not, that's not a the thing. The best example is like they're not, your guns are never going to get taken right. away. No one's, yeah, no one's coming and taking your guns. Also, no I one's don't coming Biden and like has ever said to, he wants. No. I wish he would. <laughs> but, and that's the thing is like reality will just become reality. Like the, thi- like the, None of the things that they imagine will happen are going to happen. And I think it it's only going to take those things not happening for, th- for those people to realize, oh, we've been lied to. Oh, we've, we're, we've been brainwashed. Maybe it's because I live with Steve that I've like, gotten so <laughs> negative because I can hear him saying they'll never... They'll never realize that they're too a, stupid. They're too indoctrinated. I think there is a small <laughs> amount of people that, yes, that's true for. But I think that there's a good amount of people. I think there are millions of people that that's not true for. I think that there are millions of people who are very stuck on what their religion tells them, what they believe as far as like pro-life versus pro-choice. I think there are a lot of people who are like my dad, who who don't necessarily support Trump as a person, but they very sincerely believe that like their Republican ideologies are the only way to move forward. Like they're just stuck on that and they can't see any other way. Like, I think that there are millions upon millions of people who the way that we will never vote Republican, they will never vote Democrat. Absolutely, And I feel like I've accepted that. Yeah. Which is why all I can focus on is how we need to compromise on shit. Like, I'm not going to change my mind. You know, like for every person we see writing postcards to send to people mm -hmm. to get them to vote and maybe change their mind, the other side's doing that too. Yeah. And I'm not going to change my mind. Yeah. I mean, but the if thing we're is, truly 50-50, then we need to come up with a fucking compromise. I feel like, oh, I didn't want to talk about politics anymore because it's just literally all we ever talk about. <laughs> it's hard to not, um, well, and that, I mean, that's kind of the interesting thing now is like, that's been a topic amongst small business owners in the last I mean, even most, it's become a lot more common in the last few weeks, even though obviously politics has been a topic of conversation for the last four years. But like, it's so prominent now because of all the conversations about like voter fraud and like Mm. Trump not peacefully transferring power if he loses and all this bullshit. But like, it's interesting to me how much this actually affects businesses. Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about our favorite on um, recent. <laughs> uh, I don't even like know what to, how to like, how to describe what happened. 
So <laughs> Jenny from Three Letter Birds got a DM. She's okay with us talking about this, right? Uh, I think she is. I mean, she posted the whole thing. So we're only going to talk about how she's our fucking hero. Plus, so we're going to promote the product. Oh yeah, so. totally. Um, so someone responded to one of her promote the new product designs. with Emily and Michelle. Hey, we could do that. Write that one down. Okay. Um, uh, saying. Oh. So yeah, Jenny Metro from Three Letter Birds. Yeah. Um, we should call it a snafu. Snafu. <laughs> so um, there's been several I've. I've witnessed, because I, I follow, like, I mean, you follow a bunch of makers as well, but mm-hmm. I specifically on um, my Show of Hands account, because I have a very distilled group that I follow on there, I only follow, I think, maybe 200-some accounts on Show of Hands. And I specifically only follow Show of Hands vendors on my Show of Hands account. So whenever I look, whenever I'm on that account and I scroll and browse and like dms and stuff come through i'm only seeing like things that have to do with that like maker vendor business community so like it's interesting for me to kind of witness especially when i'm going through stories of like it's like a a constant stream of people's accounts of like this happened this happened this happened this happened Mm -hmm. and there was actually a day like last week where like i i would say 10 different vendors made some mention of having an interaction with oh wow a customer or a dm follow like with a follower or getting an email or something some kind of interaction with another person about something they had posted like leaving politics out of it right so basically like a customer or a business contact or someone had said something to them that was like judgmental or critical of them either sharing something or their content or them posting about something political or having or them saying something about how they'd lost followers recently because of something they posted, that kind of thing. And it was like met several people in a row. And I was like, this is fucking crazy that like this is our new. I think it's like, interesting that being. it's happening. It's really ramping up. Yeah. Because it's not like. Like this entire year has been very political. Yeah. Like what? Like, but it's it's interesting too because it's and then I'm st- I try to think about like, oh, what it, what's the mentality behind that? Like what? Like what's in the, what's in the general hive mind brain that made everybody like what just happened or what? And I know so the thing that Jenny posted that that upset someone in particular was that she had. Um, she made a graphic that was it had it had followed Trump, kind of publicly saying that he was basically that he wasn't going to he's not going to uh like step down from being and the he president. Said, like we'll see or that, something. Right, basically, basically like we'll see what happens yeah. if I lose. That like we'll see if I actually stop being the president. Like go fuck yourself. So. Um, he's always saying stuff like he, that. Right. He's been saying, he said that like the day after he was fucking inaugurated. Like, fuck him. So um, then a bunch of articles had come out after him saying that there were like tons of news articles about what a coup is. Yeah. Like, people started bringing up the word coup. So people were talking about like, 
oh my god what if there's a coup and what if the fucking government like takes over and like he stays president and like what are we going to do about it and like what should you do to like fight against it and all this kind of stuff so jenny actually made this really cute graphic that was like um like things that you should know about like you know if a coup happens Mm -hmm. um and i guess someone felt it necessary to send her a dm like criticizing like basically telling her that she was like getting really upset for no reason um and jenny sent her a message back saying like you know i'm i'm this is what i'm concerned about this is what i'm this is what the content i want to make and like you're feel free to unfollow me like yeah I, she said like i've always made art yeah, about the uh, things that i'm sensitive right. about and like i this, like what i like yeah. and i post about things that i'm interested in mm-hmm. and post the things that i that concern me mm-hmm. i obviously like i've done that all along um and like feel free to unfollow me like that's all you have to do and the woman wrote back like i've already unfollowed yeah. you and you know i'm just saying that like you you just seem really upset like easily upset. you seem like you're easily upset and like it's not about that and like you should like basically like telling her like like in a weird way like mansplaining to her her own feelings yes but like it's a woman so that's hilarious um and jenny was just like what the fuck it like uh, understandably it was like f- like fuck you like fuck mm. off <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? And I like, so she posted a screen cap of her DM conversation with this woman in her stories and like obviously censored out the woman's identity and just kind of wrote like, what? Don't they know that we're going to do that? Of course. Of course we're going to do it. You and they're like proud of it. And they're like, like I, I got wrote that. I did that. I'm an, I'm the idiot that she's <laughs> shaming in front of all her followers. And so, um, it, it was you know obviously like festering in her mind that like this woman had said these things to her and so like fucking being my hero she literally like lettered a new design that just says easily upset and put it on her threadless sh- like made a threadless shop and like has t-shirts and sweatshirts that just say easily upset on them that you can buy on her threadless shop i already bought a sweatshirt and I'm going to wear it every day. So I messaged her because I was like, I love this so much. But like, and I'd want to buy it, but I'm not easily upset. I'm just, I'm, I am the opposite. She should of make you one upset. that says rarely upset. Yes. Well, she said she's working on some other stuff. So I'm like, all right. Oh, nice. All right, I'll, I'll be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll um, wait it out. But I'm like, I don't know what it would take to actually like get me angry about something. I mean, I'm angry about the state of the world. The world. But, you know, not enough that you're making you're going to make revenge product. Mm-mm. That could be the title of our podcast. No, I was like I told revenge her revenge product <laughs> with Emily um, and Michelle. I told her that like um, Steve constantly like if I seem grumpy or something, he'll say like, are you mad at me? I'm like, no, I've like I don't think I've ever been. I don't mad know at what you. that means. I've never been <laughs> mad at you. Like that. That's such a weird <laughs> thing. A I'm like, I'm concept. not mad at you. What like, is you mad? might be annoying sometimes, but I'm not mad at you. Like, <laughs> I want to go in the other fight. room, but I'm not mad at you. Yeah, Josh. No, he's Josh never. calls me a delicate flower a lot, <laughs> like as a like a to joke. mock me. Yeah. yeah, 
And so that's what I, when I posted that I bought Jenny's sweatshirt, <laughs> I was like, I'm buying this. Everyone should buy this because I am easily upset because I post whatever the fuck I want. And I'm a delicate flower and I'm going to wear this sweatshirt all the fucking time. Um, it's great. Because honestly, like, it's so, it's so, it's so like, I don't know. It's like so insulting to tell someone who is clearly upset about like injustices in the world the fact that our the leader of our country who was fraudulently elected in the first place who has been driving the whole country into the fucking ground for four years who is an abomination of a human being like to to tell that person that to tell someone that their protest of him or to say like I'm concerned about this or like this is something that worries me as a person and I created art to like react to that or express that concern is you being easily upset like oh like calm down you can fuck right off. Like I would have been so much ruder to that woman than she was. Like she was so polite to her. <laughs> I would have been like, you can fuck right off. Like I, not only am I going to block and report you, like I don't care that you unfollowed me. Like you can fuck off. Like who, who are you? See, where, and I've been tempted to like try to have a conversation or something. I feel like <laughs> most of the time, I mean, in in reality, most of the time, I, depending on the tone or like how somebody sends me a message, I do I do tend to just ignore people, mm. especially with show of hands. If it's show of hands, I don't tend to like. I don't tend to engage yeah. people, or if I do engage with them, I'm very 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 generic with my responses mm -hmm. because I represent other people mm -hmm. so like I tend to be very like that's like I'm sorry you feel that way goodbye like I just try to be as <laughs> autopilot response as possible and then I just block them because it doesn't need to because I'm so concerned with people like screenshotting my response oh, and for posting sure. it no, and being like right. these this lady said this to me with Orange Beautiful, I'm a little more likely to be like, let's get into it because especially if someone insults me. Like if that if somebody talked to me the way that that woman talked to Jenny, I I would have been like I probably would have it would have been hard for me to not I would have yeah. written a bunch of stuff and then not sent it. <laughs> I would have written a bunch of like really rude <laughs> fuck yous and stuff and then like deleted it and tried to write something more polite. But, like, most of the time I just, if I can't handle it that day, like, if I'm not mentally there, I will just block the person and delete the message yeah. and the just, like, not is, respond like, to it. Well, we can't communicate this way. No. It's terrible. I don't know why people like to drop these bombs on people. Yeah. I don't know what satisfaction they get from it. Like, I, I mean, the only other thing that I can come up with is, like, we have outlets for our expression. Mm -hmm. So like we have 
followings or businesses where like we get some sort of attention from the outside world Mm. like for the things we do so like we own a business we make something like a person likes it or Mm -hmm. a person buys it like however big or little our business is however successful or unsuccessful it is like there's that element of like I own a business that like the public pays attention to in some way Every single person that ever interacts with you, like the way that that woman interacted with Jenny, is literally a person that doesn't have something like that in their life. So it's validating. It's their somehow existence. like dropping bombs and being a troll on the internet is their way of getting some sort of outside validation from someone else even if it's negative yeah no no 100 percent. and so like i almost always try to like remember that when people send me shit where i'm like what is this satisfying in that person to be rude to me like what what is it what itch is it scratching Mm -hmm. like to be an asshole to me Mm -hmm. and like how can I make sure not to feed that yeah so I've actually been thinking lately I want to re-watch something I think I mentioned on the podcast a while ago um there's a master class um with Neil deGrasse Tyson oh yeah about communication oh yeah you told me about that and I watched it but I want to watch it again before our thing expires because we have till um yeah mid-october um, not renewing it, um, because <laughs> I'm not paying it's for a it lot again. of money. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to watch that again because it was all about like how to communicate with someone else who thinks entirely different. Like you can't communicate. Yeah. That's all we're doing is communicating yeah. with people how we would think we want to be yes. talked to. Yeah. And that's not how you do and it. Even <laughs> when you think you're like an empathetic empathetic person like even when you think you're coming from a different person's perspective when you're like oh well but they're probably thinking this way or but let me put Mm -hmm. myself in their shoes and those kinds of thoughts it's really hard to do you still aren't really doing it it's not really something that you can do like unless someone is really very similar to you it it's nearly impossible to do that like unless you've had the same life experiences that they have in some way like and and the situation you're in is similar to the situation you've already had like it's nearly impossible to be like oh I know where they're coming from yeah like no you don't like are you the same gender age race uh class level uh geographic location uh (laughs) Like, are you all the same things as them and also had all the same life experiences as them? Then maybe, but probably not. Like, every single person has had such a different way of experiencing life and, like, understanding other people and how to, like, be in the world that, like, and the the internet has just, like, fucking polluted the shit out of that where like the way that you communicate with other people is never gonna be the way that some random person in a dm on instagram 
is going to communicate back with you. Like it's right. just, it's nearly impossible. And so then the conversation just gets shut down and both sides think that they, they were yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And nothing happens. Right. It's Im- I'm not saying that there's another option that no. anybody should yes. have done something different. There is no other option. No. Um, <laughs> nihilism. Except for don't send the DM <laughs> in the first place. Sure. Um, I had some other thoughts, but. I mean, it goes back to like the thing that Josh talks about all the time about like people having too much access to people. Like there's literally stuff like celebrities constantly are like, you know, it's just random people being like, Hey, why'd you cast so-and-so in this movie? And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, I was just in that movie. Like, I didn't cast that other person. Or like, what the ending of that movie was so stupid. It's like, I didn't write it. I just was in it. Like, and it's just like that kind of like block of things of like, how do you, like you're putting yourself out there and you're kind of in a way saying like, you have access to me, you have access to me, you have access to me. But then it's like you're trusting the public to like understand the boundaries that you that everyone should understand. But no, no, people don't like everyone has different boundaries and the Internet has made it like, oh, no, everyone has the same boundaries. Well, I think um, something that I constantly think about, which is which annoys me is that I have been trying harder to like put my actual self into my social media. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that. And that's only something I've done because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so right. I'm reminding everybody that like, I'm one person who makes all this stuff. Right. But then that also seems to make them, um, want to be able to like, um, DM me about random like like they'll send a DM like hey can you do this or hey you know it's like yeah you're doing that because you think that we have a personal connection yeah but what you should be thinking is hey this one person runs this entire business by herself maybe I should send her a professional fucking email no that's not what people are ever gonna think that's your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they should they should be thinking, wow, it must be really hard to keep track of everything as one person. But the only people that would maybe think I that, shouldn't send her a goddamn DM. The only person the only people that would think that are other people that also run businesses. Yeah. Like I mean, I just now I just respond with, Hey, can you send me an email? Yes. And then if they don't, yeah. that's their fault. Oh yeah. But like if you think that I'm going to remember your thing that already is buried in the dms yeah. well and here's the problem I'm that's not. that's what i mean when i say <laughs> the internet has made it so that everyone has the same boundaries it's because there are plenty of individual people who are making jewelry on the internet who will answer every single fucking individual dm all day long because they think that that's what they have to do and they don't have business boundaries and they're 24 years old mm. and they're like this is what I gotta do this is the hustle well this is my thing they also grew up with it right and, and we're that, like yeah what's this thing and there are people who like 
can't handle that at all but think they have to do it and then there are people who love that and think it's great and love putting their face on the camera every fucking day all day long and um like it's just like I mean, there's like um, Elle from Homebody Candles mm-hmm. who like, I mean, she does that Q&A thing every week, that like Talk It Out Tuesday mm-hmm. thing where she answers everybody's questions. And I'm constantly like, it's like cringeworthy for me where I'm like, you're giving them too much. <laughs> Stop <laughs> sharing so much with them. Like they're going to take, they're going to suck your soul out of your she, body. There are some things that she won't. She did. Yes, she is. And she put up some like common ones recently. Yes, she did do like a here. I'm just going to put these in the highlights. Everybody asks me about my fucking label printer every goddamn time. Here's the label printer. Like here, like stop asking me how to run a candle, like start a candle. And then she does every once in a while get cheeky and be like, Google it. Or or like somebody will ask her something like, where'd you get this? And she's like, Google. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, I mean... It is something that she's willing to do. She's happy to do it. She And she's contained it in a way that she's kind of, she's she's done it in a way that's smart where it's like, she just does it on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. This is the day that I you can I ask her questions. I that many people to ask me questions. Well, and I think because she, I mean, I feel like she, when she first started doing it, it wasn't mm-hmm. a thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think she did it consistently enough for a long enough amount of time that now every time she does it she gets 25 questions Mm -hmm. whereas when she first started doing it it was like three people were like where are your shelves from yeah ikea yeah what kind what candle scent is your favorite (laughs) you know well and so it's like you you if you keep doing it and she made those cute graphic cards Mm -hmm. and like it becomes this repetitive thing that people look forward to but it also, like, every time she does it, I'm like, oh, God, this, like, all these people are going to ask her the same fucking questions again. And she has, and then she has to, like, be thoughtful and, like, write all these fucking answers out. And then, like, some of the questions are so <laughs> terrible. Like some, I can't believe the audacity some people some have. Some of them are so... That's why I like reading are, it. Li- yeah, some of them are literally, like, the audacity of people to ask a business owner, like, these inane questions that are none of your fucking business. And then, like she answers most of them yeah and then but I'm i guess just we like, don't see what she doesn't answer right but. she made there maybe ones that she edits out but then there are ones that like she she kind of says like well i'm not going to answer that or like you know that's a lot i a lot of she'll say something very generically like a lot of work you have yeah. to do a lot of work to get yeah. to this point but like there's something to be said for like the, the amount of transparency that she's putting out there like she's being very open and that is endearing to people and like it it does equal sales it does equal brand recognition i think about it constantly and like actually. i i i watch her do that and i'm like oh my god i could be doing that like yeah. i have a no. lot of shit to say and like people could be asking me questions about stuff and like it would probably be really really good for my social media following that would probably be amazing but then I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I think it would exhaust me and frustrate me. But then I'm also like, eh, isn't that like if I did it and set boundaries for myself instead of just being like, oh, I'm going to start answering every DM and give people all of my time. 
it could be something more like what she's done, which is like, this is the day I answer questions mm-hmm. or, or this is how you're going to follow my rules. Then it, it won't. Cause if you tell people what to do, then they'll do it. And the people who don't do it, the people who don't follow the rules, you ignore them, you delete them. So like, I think that it may, like, it makes sense. It's like a thing that like, if you just set the boundaries and are and are committed to them then you won't have this like rando people being like you did this and like what tell me about this and give me a custom order be like i'm not that's not part of this we're not doing that i answered these questions on tuesdays send this question on tuesday i'll delete it then (laughs) (laughs) right like Thank, thank you for your time. I will commence restricting your account right after I send this message. Like, I think it's just, it's an interesting thing right now that like we all kind of have to reevaluate like what our own business boundaries are because shit's only going to get weirder. Like shit's only going to get more complicated as the year continues. And like the holidays are not the time to figure that out. Like, n- now is the time to figure that out. Yeah, it's kind of weird that um, we're not in full holiday mode. I'm not. Well, because everybody's so focused on what the fuck's going to happen Yeah. in, like, uh, six weeks, four, five weeks, six weeks, 40 days, 30 days. I stopped counting. It's so terrifying. I also deleted my news app. Oh, that's a good idea. Like a while ago. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. And Steve keeps um, reminding me that when he did that a few years ago, that I told him that was terrible (laughs) and (laughs) that he couldn't just ignore the news. And now I'm like, I don't care. Bye, news app. (laughs) Peace out, news app. Like, it's not forever, but it was definitely negatively affecting my life. Yeah, I think... Yeah, you gotta... If you're a person who can look at the news once or twice a day, great. I was looking at it 50 times a day. yeah. Like, literally in between everything I was doing, I was refreshing. And I wouldn't say I was necessarily doom scrolling. I deleted it after Steve told me that that phrase existed. I think I was looking for something good to have happened. Yes, I, I was absolutely doing that. I was and definitely when it yeah. seemed like that was never going to happen. I'm like, well, then now I'm out. I yeah, I was definitely doing that where I would go through like the feed thing and try and be like, there's got to be something here that's not terrible. Like some positive thing about the pandemic. Or- yeah. Or like Trump died <laughs> or, yeah. you know, yeah. like something, anything, anything. But yeah, it was just like. I don't know how he has physically made it through this. He's not a healthy man. I think he's just like a bag of sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sawdust. He's like um he's um the, on like Bojack Horseman. Oh, no, the no, no, the Vincent adult man where it's like two kids standing on top of each other with oh, a trench okay. coat on. No, I was thinking from the nightmare before Christmas, the oh. guy that's made of the maggots. Yeah. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Donald Trump. There's also uh, <laughs> one of the demons from Good Omens who like he mm. like dissolves into the maggots. Yeah, I forgot. Hester. 
I'm going to find okay. a picture of right. the maggot guy from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And I'll post it on our Pancake Town feed. I'll be mm. like, this is what. This is our topic. I'll po- I'll po- we'll post those two things of what I think <laughs> Donald Trump is and what you think Donald Trump is. And then have people vote. And then have people vote which one which is which one is do you think Donald Trump is yeah. in reality. I like it that um talking about politics isn't weird for us because we've always done it since we started the podcast. That's true. It's not like we suddenly started <laughs> However, talking about it. However, I think we all need something in our lives that is not about politics. So what we're gonna try really hard to like keep it we'll have to a somewhat minimum. I mean yeah, best we, of luck with people that. need something else. And I know it sounds privileged to say <laughs> that we need something else. Whatever. We're white but ladies. I'm not we can't deny to... our existence. We're we're two white bitches that live in Chicago. We are like we are we are I don't need to prove that like part of my life is complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. Like I can still like You're sitting in a chair have... on my fancy patio with a corgi underneath you. It's pretty good. Your life's all right. Yeah. Your life's doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Okay, well Is this a good transition to um, do some positive things? Yeah. Like what things we are doing? I mean, if My Favorite Murder can talk about murders for like an hour and then at the end they're like, what do they talk about? They're like, it's time for happy things. Fucking hooray. Yeah. So that'll be us. Um, Positive things. Or just like, I mean, we talked about some positive things, but I feel like it. Um, I mean, for us, this is pretty positive. We've been pretty good. Like we're we're pretty cynical in general. So this is yeah. we've done pretty good. I had just seen a post the other day, like something about like like how now I don't even remember it, but it was basically shaming you if you said that you need these like non-political things or like good things because other people are living it and <sighs> and it's like i know that i, think, I feel the weight so of it i think but i'm not going to like destroy myself over it because that's the thing that's not like, helpful it's the whole like, like i have to stay sane to help other people it's, otherwise it's the put your mask on before yes it's exactly you that. put other people's masks on. Yes. Thing. Well, the, not the, the face um, mask. Not the face mask. The, the oxygen on masks the on the airplane. Okay. So that's what we're doing. We, in this we described that real well. I knew what you meant. Because <laughs> I've been saying On the that. airplane. <laughs> when you're on the airplane. Remember airplanes? Remember airplanes? <laughs> Remember how we used to go places? <laughs> um. So back in the day, kids. Um, Once upon there, a time. We would... Um, Fly places on these things <laughs> called airplanes. They were like metal we go, birds in we the sky. We would travel to other locations for recreational purposes. And it was safe yeah. to do that. I mean, reasonably safe. And on these airplanes, um, <laughs> it's never happened to me, but they tell you that in yeah, case of an emergency, <laughs> these oxygen masks would drop down and that you're supposed to put on yours first before helping the person before next the to baby you. that you're sitting next to right. fuck, that, fuck baby. that baby <laughs> there's the name of our podcast 
<laughs> iTunes would definitely flag that. <laughs> definitely flag that one. Okay, so this is that moment. I'm not. I. I Save promise yourself. I won't say anything about like. I promise you, we recognize our privilege. I promise you, we do. But this moment, we're putting our oxygen masks on first. <laughs> Because I mean, if anybody wants to get on God top of me it. about my privilege, I can also go into great detail about how my mom died when I was 16. Will that make people feel better? Does that make anybody feel like I'm less privileged? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Do you do that in your head? Yeah. I, in my head, I'm always- I start making a list. Yeah. I have- I have a long list. How my dad a- had my dog put down when my dog wasn't old or sick. Because he didn't want to take care of it anymore because my mom had just died. Does that make yeah, anybody feel less bad? people don't want to know bad? that. No, you want to see that I'm white and I live in a house and my hair is cute. Yeah. That's what you want to see. That's fine. I don't care about it. I'm not going to start talking to you about me watching them pull my mom, take my mom off the ventilator. <laughs> but I can talk about it if you want to. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about how I gave up my entire inheritance because I was too stubborn Yes, right. To give in to my extremely, extremely conservative cons- and racist grandmother's wishes. Yeah. We all have shit. <laughs> so let's calm down with the like your life is better than mine. Yeah. All of our we lives. We all have it. Hey, stop making assumptions hey, everybody, about people. Listen up. Listen up. All of our lives are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Got it? But in this moment, your life is shit, my life is shit, Michelle's life is shit. The only person's life who isn't shit Deandra the Corgi. Nope. She's got a good. She's got a great life. And she's a purebred dog. Is she still under my chair? Yeah. She's been under there the whole time. She's being really well behaved, by the way. It's because of her privilege. (laughs) Goddamn privileged dogs. Um, Okay. So, not making fun of Did we make everybody feel really bad just now? I don't know. Because we were like, let's be positive. Sorry. Let's talk about Michelle's racist grandma and Emily's dead mom. <laughs> okay, no, let seriously like um we're so just, bad. Let's we're just so terrible. This is a business owner like what we're doing to get ourselves to hang in there this shit moment and I think we should have thought about these ahead of time but I didn't. So um it's off the cuff. Yeah. It'll mean it's more real. Um, oh shit. Um, I'm trying to do the bullshit thing that everybody said they were going to do like six months ago, which is like, now's the time to focus on what your goals are. Like all that nonsense. Like I'm ready for it now. I'm yeah. It took me six months. No, I'm trying to just kind of like, it's the same as like all the stuff we were talking about before about like being really grateful and like trying to understand like what things that maybe before you were like, Oh, this is super stressful and I'm having a hard time and like getting all caught up in your own bullshit. Whereas you could just be doing the work. Like I'm trying really hard to just like understand what, like that I'm lucky to have my own business and that there are a lot of people that don't have that. And that like, there's power in that and that I have influence and control over my own business and that like I I can make what I want to make and like there are things that like yes it's hard when the economy is in the shitter and it's an election year and that would have been hard no matter what 
and events are down and whatever. But like there are things that like under normal circumstances, I would not have the time to focus on like reorganizing my product line and like getting my studio together and redoing my website and making a new blog and all of those things like those can all get kind of lined up and figured out. And like, if that takes me three months, who cares? What else am I doing? Yeah. I've, I've been avoiding that. I've kind of just been using the time to make stuff make that I haven't yeah. even attempted to sell. <laughs> yeah. But gotta, like, I'm, there's I'll kind there. of, it's really, it feels a lot less like, I think before I would always be like, oh, if I do this, that's wasted time. Or if mm. I do this, that's wasted time. I should be doing this. Like it was always the cycle of like, yes, well, I should be doing this, not this. Cause that's more of a priority. And you'd always end up like, I always imagine that puzzle. That's all the little blocks and there's one empty space and you're supposed to like keep moving them, shifting mm. them around to make it a picture. But there's that one, and you just want to pop them out <laughs> so that you can just push them back in to be the right picture, but you're supposed to squish them all around, and it takes fucking forever. Like, that's what I, that's how I visualize it all, is, like, being frustrated that you can't just, like, pop all the pieces out, and that's how I used to do things, was, like, I wanted to just pop all the pieces out and smash the picture back in and make it finished, and now I'm like, you know what? If it takes me three months, if it takes me six months, if it takes me a year, I'm going to methodically move each block where it needs to go to make sure that it ends up, you know, in the right place. Because, like, literally, what else, like, what else am I doing? Well, staring at a wall, for one. Right. But I think there's also something to be said, and maybe other people don't function this way, but there is something to be said for doing work and having some sort of regular schedule and like being somewhat normal, like whatever your previous normal was, like is good for your mental health. Like that's good for, it's yeah. good for your brain. It's good for your relationships with other people. It's good for your well-being to like even if it's for a little bit of time each day to focus on something that you're muscle memory is used to doing like whenever I have a bunch of orders and I'm like okay I'm gonna go pack orders I get real stressed about it but then once I'm doing it I'm I realize that I like all my anxiety goes away because I'm that just way about cooking yeah like like I'm just like doing going through the motions yeah. and then I suddenly like in the middle of it I'll go oh I feel like I suddenly don't feel as stressed out as I did like an hour ago like mm -hmm. why is that and then I'm like oh it's because I'm literally like doing these motions that my brain is used to doing during a less stressful time so I think there's something I don't know there's something to be said for like doing that like yeah I need a routine like I don't, have don't one. don't feel guilty about doing your normal shit like it's hard to do that now because we all want to be like oh, I don't deserve to do my normal stuff or I'm somehow ungrateful or like un, like not acknowledging the world outside of myself because I'm doing my normal stuff. Like you have to do your normal stuff or else mm -hmm. you're going to not put your own mask on. Right. Also, you can do both. Yeah. Yeah. You could, there's plenty of hours in the day. 
You can literally spend half your day doing your normal shit. The other half the day, you can be online looking up ways to like donate things or read an article about something or make sure that you're like writing letters to your representative right. or like being on going on your Instagram stories and posting things and like making sure you're educated about what's going on or going to a protest or making sure that you're like aware of what's being voted on in your community and like those are things that are not you know not unhelpful like just because you're in your house doesn't mean you're not participating every everybody's in their house i mean the smart people well are. they should be ah <laughs> uh, some people well that's like a some people are at bars. motivational thing and the only thing i came up with is that um, I started microdosing THC. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's advice, everybody, is do drugs. Just a tiny bit. Oh, just a little bit of it's drugs. It's a microdosing. Um, I'm not. I was telling Josh that I was like, are we having our Michelle and Steve coming over to our house on election day with drugs? Oh, um. And I'll get, have a bunch of wine in a fucking ice bucket. And then we're just going to, like, pass out on our back porch. I don't know if I can be near... I got to be in the bunker. <laughs> oh, right. Because you need to not be able to... Not have to go home. Yeah. Got it. Um, well, then we'll go to your house. It is sort of sad to not be able to have... Something to punch. An election party. <laughs> um, so, actually, something um, I'm going to do soon is have a um, giveaway for the vote stuff. Yeah. My vote necklace or pin or both or whatever and to enter you have to tell a brief story of like your favorite election memory oh um so you basically have to when you describe that 30 or older (laughs) it reminded me of um oh eight there was lots of um was it pot brownies or something? I don't know. I made some weird thing that did not turn out that we all ended up eating with spoons right out of the dish. Some chocolate mm-hmm. thing. And I don't know. But it was a good night. <laughs> all around. <laughs> all oh, around. Oh, wait. Yeah. It was a great night. It ended night. well. <laughs> um, anyhow, I, it seems to me that um, people haven't been having election night parties. And, like, that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, that's what I remember about most elections is what yes. I, like, oh, four sucked, but we had good nachos. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> How have people not been doing this? I'm writing that down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, tiny bits of THC help a lot. Um, also, larger amounts of THC help. But, you know, I can't work and do that. Oh, four sucked. But but we had good nachos. nachos. We did have good nachos. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> That'll be the first design in my threadless shop. Um, <laughs> um, uh, do I have anything else other than that? Um, I, uh, I think that's valid. I enjoy not having to go places. That's nice. I mean, we've definitely, like, put m- way more effort into our house this year than any other previous year. Uh, no, that's on my stress list because we haven't done anything. Mm. Well, 
but you're we in, were supposed but to. But you're do. in year one. You're not even in yeah. six month one. You're you're All like right, in the super duper baby beginnings. Um, we're in. We're heading into year five. But we literally were like, our house is fine. We'll leave it like it is. And then this year we were like, let's fix everything. <laughs> I can't wait till that kicks in. Let's do. Let's have the least amount of money we've ever had and do all the work all at once. That sounds like a great idea. We're basically like, whatever, who cares? Like we're, I mean, we literally are like, what else are we going to do? Oh, well, I just told you about this, but the show staged on Hulu. Yeah. That was, that's been making me really happy. And also we watched all of Travel Man, which I already told you. Oh, right. That made me yes. super happy. Oh yeah, we should. We're supposed. We're shouting out TV shows now. I've been trying to bake once a week. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good. That's definitely good, especially since cooking and stuff. Well, there was a, a yeah. while where I couldn't get any ingredients. Yes. Um. So, like, I've had to figure out different things to make, like, a, not using the old recipes that I used to make because I. Yeah. Just switched. I don't know if they're available now, but already switched. Yeah. So um doing we, that, making more homemade pizzas. We did massive landscaping and I've been now I'm a person that like waters plants like all every day, all day. And it's actually like really awesome. It's nice. Isn't I like it? being a person that just yeah. like stands in the yard with yeah. a hose. Yeah. I'm into it. Um and then we got parachute for our anniversary, which like was amazing because I was for months I was like, "What are we gonna do for our anniversary?" Because we've gone to parachute every year for our anniversary, and they were closed because well, they were open for a while during COVID for like takeout, and then they closed like at some point I think in July they just like. They closed and kind of were, we didn't know if they were going to, I mean, we they weren't closed permanently. They were closed mm. for like a break. Yeah. And we didn't know when they were coming back. And we were like, well, I guess we're not doing that. And then they literally like the week before our anniversary posted, like, we're going to reopen on September 23rd, like the day before our anniversary. And I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. This is the best thing that's ever happened. So we ordered like a shit ton of food and to go cocktails and desserts and everything. And it was the best thing. That was probably like so far the best thing that's happened. Like since. I forgot Dee was under my chair and she just like hit the back of my She's heel never with her there. nose. She lives there now. Um, and scared the shit out of and me. And we ate the dinner out on our patio. So it was like the first meal that we've eaten out here. Yeah, we discovered like maybe a month ago that uh, we can use our craft uh, show stuff oh, right. to set up <laughs> yes. a nice little that's what dining we had. area we, in the backyard. We used a craft show table. Oh, that's, I wanted to do like something. I don't know what, but like, I'm sure other people are also using all of their craft show stuff in other ways yes. right now. Repurposing. Like, we had that group text. Yes. Where we were kind of sharing that. Um, I feel like there's something there, like yeah, putting together photos or something of all of, of the all makers who are repurposing what they're doing with their, their stuff yeah where their stuff that would be like my stuff is literally just like everywhere in the house yeah like i've redistributed it 
Yeah, you got to find another purpose for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had another idea that I was going to put up on the show of hands group. That all I can think is to compare it to like Tinder for show of hands vendors, but not dating. Let me explain. Um, so basically, I was trying to figure out a way to do. So you know how at shows, vendors always buy from each other mm-hmm. and trade with each other. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out like how how do we make like a thing that's basically like hi I'm I'm available to trade I would like to trade with people I was gonna make and a then, website for that like, right and then five years ago called Tradesies yeah like we need like how do we do that and then I don't know I if didn't you, do it then <laughs> if you see that I want to trade and you want to trade with me. Then you be like, I'm also, I like you swipe right or whatever. Like, which one's approval, right or left? Know. I don't remember. I don't know. Which one, whichever one, we don't, we don't do dating apps. Whichever one is approval. Smartphones so like, didn't exist when I met Steve. <laughs> right. But then basically it would have to be something where, so it has to be like a mutual consent thing because mm. the, the problem you're trying yes, to avoid yes, yes, yes. is that what if I don't want to trade with you? There has to be a thing where I, where, just because you want to trade with me, mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel obligated to trade back. It has to be that both people want to trade with each other. Mm-hmm. And there has to be like a value placed on it as well. Like mm-hmm. you have to be able to say like, I'm willing to trade up to $40 mm-hmm. and I'm willing to trade up to $28, whatever. Like there has to, like, I feel like there's something there. Like there's something there. That would allow, like, because I feel like for the holidays, like, that's such a genius thing is, like, that's how so many of the vendors, like, save money is because they're buying from, they're, they're buying from so many other vendors, but they're not really buying. They're, most of them are doing trades or getting discounts because they're vendor to vendor. And I feel like they're, everyone's going to miss out on that because no one's doing that. And then my other easy solution was all of the vendors make an exclusive show of hands vendor discount code mm. that everybody has that like everybody that the vet that's the list of vendors. Well, you can gets. definitely do that. Yeah. Um, but then I feel like it's more fun if it's like, I want to trade with you and you want to trade with me. I'm trying to think of me. a way to make this thing where we could then sell it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to monetize it. I do. Yes. No, you're smart. You're not, you're not wrong. Um, because I wish I, I was, think all the time like we we I wish I was be, an app developer. Yeah, <laughs> Steve was looking for a good app idea like a while ago, but I think he's probably too busy to develop my app. Steve, do you uh, want to develop my app? That's from Rick and Morty. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, do not develop his app, but he does. Right, I've yeah, seen he does. that. Okay, yeah. Love Finders two Z's. Yeah. Do you want to develop my app? <gasps> Um, you people, someone would want to develop. I just, my app. I feel like good moving app. towards a more trade-based, you know, still right? trade-based economy feels like this so that's is a what's good time happen. for it. Yeah, I know. Because I keep thinking like, oh, I need this thing. I wish I could just give this person I jewelry wish I could just for ju- it. Yeah, right. Yeah. See, I mean, I'm on to something. Traded jewelry for my haircut. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I, I still feel have like to make the jewelry. I feel like I could trade design work for like everything 
Maybe. I mean, a lot, most things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like there needs to, it has to, it can't just be as easy as like everybody that wants to like trade shit, like post on here. Like it can't be that. It has Mm -mm. to be organized. It has to be, because it can't be a free for all because Mm -hmm. then everybody's going to have to navigate. Well, I don't want, I don't like your stuff or I don't want your stuff or I have no need for that or I don't like, because it doesn't, it can't be like, I'm just giving away product to every single person that wants to trade with me. Yeah. Because then, like, Edgewater Candles would have no product left. Yeah. Because literally everyone's going to be like, I want to trade with Edgewater Candles. Give me all your candles. And then they would have, like, lost all of their inventory. Yeah. So, like, there has to be the discretion on their part to be like, we only want to trade with these people and for these amounts. Or have, like, a sort of a monthly threshold or something. Right. Okay. But yeah, see, so we got to work on that. I mean, I <laughs> that's know our that, new project. I know that there are the there are other like group, uh, site host sites things, you yeah. know, that are like Facebook groups, but right. not Facebook. That aren't Facebook, yeah. And I don't know what the capabilities are, um, of them because I haven't. Yeah, like Slack or uh, yeah, fa- yeah, yeah. I'd love to be off of Facebook entirely. I'm only on Facebook for the show of hands group and me occasionally too. the pancake tongue group. I know. Once I figure out where else that group can exist in the way that it does, I will move it ASAP. But I haven't really. It's not been a priority. Oh, I guess this this isn't like a thing I'm doing, but it is a positive thing. Okay. One last thing before One we go. One more thing. Because <laughs> um, we're long. Yeah. <laughs> So previously I would um like remove all the things from my viewing that um brought up like jealousy issues mm, like yeah. but I've decided that that's just making it harder on me it's like making me more sensitive to it when they come up instead of just like desensitizing you Yeah well I feel like I need to like look at it accept it be okay with it mm. and like move on. Yeah. Yeah. Like be th- happy for someone else's cool thing and not make that feel bad about my That's very thing. big of you. Yeah. It's very adult of you. Well, I think it's going to help. All right. Cause I feel like there's a big, there was a big movement with like, remove all these things yeah, from yeah, your yeah. life. If and it's like, what feel- good is that? If you've just surrounded yourself with, Stuff that coddles you. Because, like, there's, like, all kinds of other shit out there. Yeah, and no, I feel like true. it's helpful to see it. Um, well, yeah, you should be able to, like, n- switch your emotions from, like, things m- making you feel jealous to things being, like, inspiring or things mm-hmm. being, like, aspirational instead of, like, oh, I, that person got this. Or even this just, like, I someone I that. disagree with about, yeah, yeah. like... You know, there are people I follow whose politics are even more liberal oh, and progressive yeah. than mm-hmm. me. Me too. Yeah. Um. Um, and I don't need to necessarily like mute them or unfollow them. I can like see what other people are thinking. Yes. And then think about and, it myself yeah. and decide how I feel about it. I don't have to jump on everybody's thing. Yes. You know, like think. Whatever. Just letting all of it sort of be there. Just wash over you. <laughs> <laughs> Not, you know, like, I don't know. 
Like it's called being a grown up. Yeah. It's so that's been not easy. No, it's but yes, not. It's, but I, I just don't think saying. I was um, doing myself any favors. No, yeah, before, and this is the harder thing to do, and I'm making a conscious effort to do it. I think that's good. So yeah, yeah, I think that that's a good thing to be able to like. It's important to acknowledge like what th- why things are making you feel a certain mm-hmm. way because otherwise, what's the like? You're never gonna feel better yeah You're I mean, never- most of them are realizing that other people i knew have way more money than i realized they did <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but then, and then when we like, come huh? back to it like we're i don't want you know like i'm fine with what we have we have less than we normally would but hopefully it's temporary yeah we're on our two year every two years we have enough yes. money and then the other yeah. two years we don't that's kind of the way so we we're are on too. the don't part um but hopefully it'll yeah right um it's fine we we know how to do this thing so yeah um we're we've said that when people are like how are you guys doing i'm like we're super flexible yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what my response is <laughs> that is a good answer it's true we're ve- i mean we're we're very we are flexible like as a unit as a family as a couple we are we are flexible i'm like obnoxiously frugal yeah like we're just taping like my we, razor yeah, together man we adapt <laughs> we are we have always been adaptable people like we always adapt to whatever is going on like in the 15 years that we've been together we like sometimes Josh is making more money. Sometimes I'm making more money. Sometimes we're doing fine. Sometimes we're doing terrible. Sometimes we're doing great. Sometimes we're like, what are we going to do now? Sometimes we're like, this is fine. And we don't pay attention to anything. Like it's, it's run the gamut. So it's like, at this point, we're just like, well, we've dealt with it before. We'll deal, we'll deal with whatever happened. Like if it gets worse, we'll deal with it. Mm. If it gets better awesome yeah (laughs) like it's got you know like we're we know that we're very lucky people we both are healthy at this point that's super great we have a house that is warm when it's cold outside and it's cool when it's hot outside that's great have you had to turn your heat on yet nope Mm. we have a car that runs and a car that one car that doesn't (laughs) um (laughs) We have a dog that doesn't have a tail and a cat <laughs> that has half a tail. We're doing really great. We're fine. We have new landscaping and a praying mantis that lives in our hedge. Mm. It's cool. Like, it's fine. We're doing great. We have a lot of edibles. Oh, I should come over to your house. Yeah. We don't have any edibles. Oh, we should get some. A whole fridge full. A whole, fr- a whole fridge full of them. <laughs> Well, then I'm just gonna come over. We to your may house not later. have much. We, we don't. We ain't got stoned. much. <laughs> but we do have edible. Is that a song? No. That is a song. Okay. Speaking of songs. All right. I mean, I think that we're. I think we're doing fine. I like the whole like idea of like shit could be worse, and that kept, keeps me going. It makes me feel better. So maybe. Things will get better. 
and you're okay with better that days now. are ahead yeah, that's what it was <laughs> fuck those people is that how i'm gonna end it let's fuck those people <laughs> bye-bye